Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Boothman Pride. Boothman Pride. Oh, my God. Uh, I stand where I want. Yeah. For you guys listening at home, uh, you're going to love the visual bits that we're going to be doing this show. This isn't a bit. This is reality. I'm standing on the left of Alex, and I'm usually in the middle. I don't don't think you guys understand how alarming this is right now. Exactly. You've gotten too comfortable. You've gotten too complacent. This is very upsetting. I don't know how to relate. Like, Pete, this is fine. This is good. There's There's nothing weird blocking me right now? Yeah. Sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Oh, that was fucking scary. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, here's the thing. It's the three of us tonight. That's yes. it. No, no guests. No guests. We're going to solo. We have, once a quarter, we have our business check-in. This yes. is a business yep. meeting. And, yeah. uh, it's uh, a meeting. It's a comic book club. This is like the secret And when you part. say once a quarter, you mean, unfortunately, sometimes guests have to cancel, and then we do this. No, right? that's not no, what no, happened that's here. Not what we, no, 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 no. We don't own up to that at all. That's not true. Uh, we... Uh, talk through our business reports. We talk through profits. Yep. Uh, we come not, up with ideas. We don't have a lot of time to spend on that because there's not a lot of those, so that's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, very excited to hang out with you guys, interview, find out what's up with you. I feel like we yep. never hang out. No, I know. Uh, it's great to check in. <laughs> yeah, Wait, we do you only guys do... hang out? Yeah, we hang out every Saturday for the whole 24 hours of the day. <laughs> oh, wow. 24 that's hours. That's even yeah, sleeping. 24 hours on Saturday and all day on Tuesday, but that's it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that's right, all day. Not at all. Well, who do you hang out with? Uh, a lot of people. Oh. Cool, yeah. okay. Could you introduce us? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, audience, Alex and Justin. Justin. <laughs> That's cool. Great to meet you all. I can't believe you spend so much time with Pete and cool, then cool. still come here. Uh, Pete, did you want to make an announcement of some sort? Well, I want to do uh, one of our Patreon supporters. It's her birthday today, so oh. we should all wish her Luana, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. That's very nice. Should we sing the comic book club happy birthday song? Uh, Yes, definitely. We've we've agreed on this before. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Oh, happy birthday from comic book club. There you go. Yeah. 
And honestly, I, I know that sounded like pretty mediocre, but we rehearsed that for a very long time. Yeah. All Saturday. All, all Saturday, Saturday, yeah. All right, guys. I'm very excited about the guests that we have on the show. <laughs> yeah. There nobody. Nobody. Uh, great. That was the right amount of applause. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, Justin, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good. God, uh, I was just standing up there and we were talking. It was fun how I surprised I scared you. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, that's good. Do you usually, do you like to scare people? Is that something you're working on? Let now? me be honest. I really do. It's a weird <laughs> thing. Uh, one time I was traveling and uh, I was in Scotland at this hostel that was like in a castle and sort of haunt, scary. And we were all walking around and I like ran ahead of everybody and I hid in the darkness. Yeah. And then I had a stick and I ran it down people's backs when they walked past. Oh. Wait, what? And it was to scare them. No, that escalated really. Uh, I know. And honestly, it was like a real high. <laughs> oh Scaring people. Like I, I, it makes me nervous when I'm about to pull a prank on someone or scare someone yeah. in a way that I haven't gotten nervous from like doing a show in like oh, years. Wow. What about you, Pete? What makes you nervous? Uh, there's a lot of things that make me nervous, but uh, one scare that uh, I'm glad that your kid is okay. You were texted us, Madica took a fall. So yeah, the, uh, that, let's get real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just, oh, this uh, will be fun. Let's talk about this. Yeah, let's get out. <laughs> so I was out uh, last week um, because my daughter fell and broke her collarbone, and she's yeah. she's like less than three, so that was like uh, crazy, and it was broken in a way that was like, oh god, that f- is far apart for bones uh, oh, when they break. Man. And then the doctor's like, oh no, it's going to heal by itself. We were like. Bodies are crazy. Yeah. Uh, We were actually recording podcasts all Saturday and uh, over at Justin's place, and she was hobbling around with her uh, little sling, and it was super cute. She wasn't hobbling. She was all right. I mean, she she was. No, she just. Walks normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a small like a child, person, yeah. so yeah. they hobble. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> my my computer cord was from my laptop because we were watching an episode of American Gods, so we could mm-hmm. recap it. And uh, and she got caught in the cord and kept spinning around. And I was like, "Well, here we go. I just killed <laughs> Justin's child." Yeah. <laughs> but instead, she looked at you like, "Get your cord out of the fucking way." <laughs> <laughs> she and she did, said that yeah. completely clearly, and it was yeah. absolutely wonderful. Her first word was yeah. words were "Get the fucking cord." Out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, we should probably get to this fucking stack. Yes. Oh, huh? cool. All right. This is time for our next section called the stack. There we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know there we go. Works. Woo. Uh, in the stack, we're just going to talk about a bunch of comic books. Yeah. This is a loose show we're doing here. It's fun. Let's cut. Let's cut loose. That's where we're free. We don't have to be here about someone's little project. Yeah, what are you working <laughs> on? What did you have? What did you oh, do great. today? Was it What's really your hard? Twitter handle? I mean, come on. I mean, that's usually pretty interesting and kind of cool. Is it? Yeah, it's really interesting and it's cool how they're like working in comic. They're books. living their dreams. Uh, what what so did you do? Cool. Did you write on a computer? Yeah, that's if a they're right. That's I mean. technically all that you do for your job. Oh, all right, buddy. Slam. Oh, so I'm not the interview subject here. Well, it seems yeah. like uh, if you don't, I've noticed Pete's often goes off script in interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got peated. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's kick it off with this first book, Justice League number twenty from DC Comics. Yeah. Uh, so the Justice League has been going on this insane adventure through the multiverse. The multiverse is dying. They're trying to save it by repairing the source wall or something like that. Uh, And so most of the justly goes to this idyllic utopian future. Surprise, not everything good in utopia. Surprise. Surprise. What are you thinking about this book so far, Justin? Uh, 
every issue is a different aspect of the story, and it's a big story. Um, and I, I've, I've liked it. This one that you sort of see coming that um, the nice people are bad people. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're way too happy. They're too happy, yeah. And whenever yeah. someone's too happy, you have to knock them down a peg. Right, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I live my life. Uh, but I think that uh, what was great about here is Batman was kind of the curmudgeon where he was just like, it's yeah, too which bright. was new. Big twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, it's too bright in here. I don't know. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, they show Gotham City, and it's got it's like sunny there. Which yeah. is, when they in this when they showed that, I was like, it is funny how Gotham City is never there's never a nice day. In yeah. Right, but, it's always night, but that's not realistic. No, I wish it's I not wish Seattle. In general, yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. London. Nice. Everybody here, by the way, is from Seattle. <laughs> so I know. Just leave really them grim. They're all sipping on their coffee, throwing their fish back and forth. Howard Schultz, obviously in the crowd tonight. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming. Uh, please don't run for president. Uh, okay, moving on to our next issue, Next Gen, number two from Marvel Comics. This is part of what's going on in the X-Men books, where all of the X-Men have been sent to <laughs> Utopia. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, there might be some something up with this utopia uh, yeah, a little bit there's something Man, stinks utopias aren't what they're supposed would to you, be would yeah. you uh, let's say there was a utopia like uh, you couldn't write a utopia teller is like well this is a utopia and everything is fine uh, like a ray like a legit utopia right is there would there be any way of having drama in a utopia where it isn't the utopia itself that's actually a dystopia. Uh, yeah, you could have, you just have to figure out the stakes. Like, if it's a perfect world, but like everyone's salad order gets fucked up, then oh, you yeah. just have to really make that dramatic. Yeah, Wait, the salad in order a gets fucked world, up. Perfect world, why is somebody eating salad? Okay, here we go. I mean, that's oh, a good wow. Point. Slow clap. Okay, cool. Slow clap. Meatheads in the crowd really going nuts <laughs> yeah. over this. Well, the way their salad order gets fucked up is everybody gets a bacon cheeseburger. They're like, well, this is better. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's that's it, the it resolution. Gets, it gets better. Rising action. Oh no, I got a bacon cheeseburger. Uh, resolution. Oh, this is delicious. Nah. Is there? Has there been a utopia in comics that uh, is just is just going ongoing? I don't think so. It's always still. no. It always falls apart. Hmm. Hmm. What does that say about society? Holy oh, shit, I've never thought about that. Yeah, there you go. We're really making you think this show. Uh, moving on to... Hold on, we didn't even talk, didn't even talk about Oh, do we it? talk about it? Do you guys like this event? <laughs> <laughs> Man, the guests really stabilized this show. <laughs> <laughs> no guests all of a sudden are like, comics, what are they? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing right now. Yeah. It is. I know, it's because I'm on your fucking left. It's <laughs> fucking me it up. It feels yeah. like you're the guest. I yeah, am the guest. Yeah. I am the guest. Follow me on Twitter at JT Sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a guest does. A guest. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in this event, yeah, the, uh, a bunch of the X-Men are in this utopian world. But the uh, have you guys been reading this? Have you guys been liking this? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. one is next gen again? This is the this one is where... This is the kids. It's uh, the see-through guy. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty good. I mean, all of these Glob. are, I think, much more solid and enjoyable than I was expecting with the concept. Like, mm -hmm. we were just making fun of the whole utopia of it all. But they're all well-written, and they're all well-drawn, and the characters are good. And I do like the flashes throughout of, like, there are people who know this is wrong. They are aware of this wrong. They just don't know how to get out of it at this point. Well, because... Uh, yeah, and my issue with it, like an Age of Apocalypse, uh, sort of a dystopia, uh, you knew they were always... Great job there. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of that. 
Oh. Uh, you knew the whole time what was uh, what their goal was, and this feels like it's a bit of drift across all of these books. It's a bit of drift, and we don't know. Like it's time to get to the thing where they fight and win. Yeah, I think they will. In uh, how long we had Jordan D. White, who's the editor of the X Men books, on the show a couple of weeks ago, back mm-hmm. when we had guests, and he <laughs> uh, talked about the X Men. That shit line. is done. <laughs> yeah, we're done at this point. It's just this from now on for the next thirteen years. Uh, what, what do they have? Like three more months left? Four more months left? Something yeah, it like goes that? on for a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what did you think of the announcement uh, this week of Jonathan Hickman uh, going on, uh, taking over these two new X books? I mean, that'll be great. Also, Ooh. they just... Well, I don't like the tone in which you said great, you like my that. friend. No, that'll be great. He's writing two books called House of X and Powers of X. We don't know exactly what they're about yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like they just relaunched the X-Men. Yeah. Not I feel like they did just relaunch the X-Men yes. just a couple of months ago. So for them to be like, and now here's our big relaunch feels I don't know. Why didn't why didn't you start with that? Why didn't He's, you keep maybe it? he was a little busy. I don't know. Uh what about you guys in the crowd? Are you guys excited for this Hickman X Men takeover? Wow. wow. Oh, Ice cold. Ice cold. Over there, Howard Schultz going, no, I am not. Yeah, exactly. And he's a huge Hickman head. Yeah. That's one of his main tenets of his platform. Yeah. The him. only thing he can talk cohesively about it all is Pax Romana. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, I love Jonathan Hickman, and I'm the uh, teaser image had a lot of X-Men, Claremont X-Men stuff, and I'm very curious to see how they weave, like, Lalandra back into this whole thing. Right. I feel like Hickman's going to do just, like, a multi-year run that is going to be just massive. It feels to me like when Grant Morrison took over the X-Men, I'm sure that's what they're going for, and new X-Men was mixed by the end. It went a little off the rails by the yeah. end of Grand Morrison's run. But for most of it, it really was transformative in terms of the X-Men. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope they go for it. How are you feeling about it, Pete? Well, uh, Hickman can sometimes be too complicated for my taste. So I'm a mm. little worried. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm kind of scared. You're scared. You're scared. You are. You yeah. look. Honestly, you yeah. look scared. Yeah. Uh, for those of you listening at home to the podcast, Pete is literally like curled into it's, a tiny little ball. It's right like now. someone just ran a stick down your back from the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Which I'm going to. I'm going to do that to you someday. If you do that. You're going to get a punch in the face. I'm going to find a... I don't know how your schedule works, but I'm going to find it. <laughs> and I'm going to just do that to you one day in the next, what, month? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Not Saturday, though. See what happens. Not on Saturday. We're that's, busy that's, all day. That's, 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 yeah. ja- that's Jalex day. <laughs> you might want to give your wife a heads up. Like, hey, we're going to have to go the, back to the hospital. Back to the hospital? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Cool. Let's move on to another Marvel comic book, Thor number 11. We're about to kick off the War of the Realms, which is the big event that Jason Aaron has been building to for years and years now, where, as you can probably tell from the title, uh, all of the evil in the Asgardian realms, uh, led by Malekith, is coming to Earth and going to attack all of Earth. That's a pretty big deal. We're getting the calm... Be- hey, guys. Yeah. Big deal. So, uh, big it, deal, guys. We're getting big the deal com- alert. Big, big deal. deal. <laughs> We're getting the cop before the storm here, checking in with everybody before we head into the War of the Realms proper. I know you wanted to talk about this, right, Justin? Uh, well, I'm just I'm excited for the War of the Realms. Uh, what do we? What do you guys think of it? And uh, Thor got his hat back. 
uh, recently. Yeah, which is huge. That's huge. Yes. Uh, he's a hat guy. There was a big plot line, if you haven't been reading Thor, where Thor's head was very cold, and he's like, where's my hat? Yeah, and, and it was like, I'll put this metal hat back on. It's like, still cold. Right. Because it absorbs the cold yeah. and it gets on his head. And as we know, most of your uh, body heat goes out of your head. So uh, that was a big problem. And his mom, Freya, kept being like, put on your hat. And he yeah. wouldn't put on his hat. Uh, that was very stereotypical. That was awful. Uh, we're going to really Marge sorry, Simpson over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you, Why would uh, you do that? Yeah, that was bad. I'm really sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, anyway, he has his hat. Is, you're not worthy anymore. No, that Mjolnir microphone I, you have I'm, is going to I can't uh, lift this comic book. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, what do we think is going to happen? Is he going to get the Mjolnir back? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. His, his mom made some really great points. Uh, Moms are great. Yeah. Except for the mom now. Good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, I thought it was kind of sweet the way she was talking about her son and his real power that he wields. Uh, so, What yeah. I love about conversations like that in comics, they're like, no, your real power isn't the weapon you wield. It's the one inside of you. Yeah. And they're always like, wow, that's cool. And that's how they get their weapon back, which is how they win. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, you don't. I'm just saying, whatever's inside of you doesn't fucking matter as long as you have a big hammer. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, that's, that's not cool. true. It's how you wield that hammer. Yeah, yeah it's like, how you spin it like around in your head. And you, you hit things with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, Pete? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's High five. No. <laughs> it's like a weird. <laughs> yeah. You, you, get, you gotta watch how you <laughs> raise your arm out like that. That's super What's wrong with this? Alex, oh, I, Alex I gotta say. I think we need a guest. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're talking about this, but you seem like you're the sort of the CEO uh, of this show when we're here, and you're about to lose that job. <laughs> you're about to get apart, scandalous. You know what? This, the society has become too politically correct, and I'm done with it. All right. Wolverine Infinity Watch number two. Yes. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to this, uh, Wolverine and Loki teaming up to track down the Infinity Stones. You were very excited because the first issue of the book, Pete, had an Infinity Gauntlet with Wolverine claws coming out of it. Exactly. That hasn't really happened to the book yet. How are you feeling about that so far? Well, this is still a great book. Uh, kind of uh, Wolverine fighting a dude for a whole issue, which was fantastic. Also, I really liked the last panel because, uh, you know, it really show, showed off his shortness and compared to Loki, <laughs> so it was great. Yeah, was That's really great. the power Wolverine has, shortness. Yeah, mm-hmm. his mom said that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's his real power. Right. It is, is cool? funny. For those of you that don't know this, Pete doesn't like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. The Wolverine that we all love as a culture it, it, people can shit on the X-Men movies sometimes but well, Hugh Jackman is always uh, favorably reviewed and you don't like him because he's too tall he's too tall for the part that's not <laughs> he's a short guy not a thing yeah. you'd rather have um, I don't know who's a short uh, Haley Joel Osment play <laughs> that would make more sense to uh, you know in movies what? you can cheat height and it would have been nice if you have Hugh Jackman who's a great actor but you know just keep shooting down oh so they should have hired taller actors to play the other guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like, would have worked for me what, what difference would it have been there was no scene in any of the X-Men movies where it was like well I can get this from a high shelf that never well, happened. let's be honest. In the next, the Phoenix, uh, we maybe that's yeah, all. That, we honestly, know. the way these movies go, it could be about a sh- thing on a shelf, and we wouldn't yeah. even know. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Get me the nice plates, and then yeah. she <laughs> flips the fuck out and goes dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Really, what is your problem, though? I, I just. Uh, uh, I've grown up a very short kid. I related to Wolverine because he was also short. 
and it made ex- explained his rage and anger in a way that I could relate to. Mm. But you have adamantium bones too. I feel like that's something that you would have. You have that in common with him. That'd be a oh yeah. That's oh I didn't even think about that. I yeah, yeah. that healing that. factor. Yeah. And you have no memory here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, that's true. true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, all right, let's move on to Uncanny X-Men number 14. Lots of X-Men in the stack. This is all your stack, right, Justin? Uh, yeah, it's the comic books I carry around in my bag everywhere I go. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so Too Uncanny X-Men, Cyclops, and Wolverine are putting the team back together. They are in the non-utopian world. They're in the regular world, uh, and they're trying to figure out what's going on with the mutants and lack of mutants. Uh, what do you think about this book so far? Uh, it's, it's a little, everyone's in a bad mood and that's fine. Uh, if you're, uh, if you're going through some stuff, which the X-Men all, always are, but I want somebody to be like, fine to be like having a, just like a happy person. Or just like, it, it's very bleak. What the fuck is going on with beast? That's, dark, that's, legs? that's, dark, that's beast. dark beast. Oh, okay. All right. There's an alternate version of Beast called Holy Dark Beast shit. from, the age, of, legs. from yeah, the age yeah. of Apocalypse. Who yes. He recently sort of became a half uh, cyborg, half robot, right. um, changed his legs over, and he doesn't sleep anymore. He's got spider legs. <laughs> if you guys are worried about what Dark Beast is up to, he's still good at science, but he's bad at sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he's very good at having legs, though. Uh, no, he's not very good at having legs. No, he has multiple legs. Yeah. Yeah, true. That's good at having legs. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but they're <laughs> robot legs. Are you good at having a phone? <laughs> <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. I, I like this book. I, I think it, I do like the darkness in it. I think uh, the main thing that makes me very uncomfortable, this is a leftover from a book called New Mutants uh, Lost Souls, Dead Souls, whatever mm. that miniseries was. And it ended with the New Mutants characters all being infected with this thing called the Transmode virus and turning into pseudo-robots. Uh, so all of the New Mutants characters in this book are weird robot characters, and it's yeah. very upsetting. Yeah, because they, they don't have any emotions. Right. Uh, and that's, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I, it's also interesting because uh, Danny Moonstar is in this book and also in the Utopia world, and it's she's the only character that's duplicated so far, so yeah. I'm very curious what that is about. Yeah, uh, Matthew Rosenberg, who wrote this, people keep pointing that out to him on Twitter, and he's like... Yeah. Uh, that's not a mistake, guys. Yeah, chill. Uh, chill out. All right, moving on to Lazarus Risen, number one from Image Comic Books. Uh, this is one of our favorite series here on the show. It's about a future dystopia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's true. Or maybe just our future. Ooh. Think about it. Howard Schultz. High five? Nope. Uh, so uh, this is truly one of my favorite books. Uh, it's just been relaunched in this new format, which is uh, magazine-esque, um, which is, is cool. Uh, it's a great book about uh, these uh, corporate, corporate family corporations run the whole world, and each of them has a, a sort of soldier that uh, has, it, uh, cannot be killed, basically, and uh, about her life and uh, all the shit she's going through. Um, so it's a great story, great characters, really well told. Michael Lark does the art, beautiful. Uh, but the back matter is so good in this series. Greg Rocca talks about just uh, uh, comics in general, but also uh, things that are happening in science and politics that are leading to this book becoming real life. And that, to me, you don't really see that in a comic book where it's like, hey, here's a story I've been telling for a couple of years. Here's how the world is making the story true, and that's really interesting to me. Yeah, it's also interesting because it's uh, it's eight bucks, so it's a lot more than a, a regular comic. That is interesting. And huh. but what I'm saying is, 
you're getting kind of what's nice about spending $8 is you're getting kind of the origin of like how this book came to light, what, you know, the things that you had talked about. So it's kind of cool where it's worth it, where, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I wonder how this whole thing got started. And what's great is you kind of get that in this. It's like even the back of Spider-Man, there was just a series of articles about like, here's uh, radioactive spiders and where they are in New York and watch yeah. out. <laughs> and watch out, yeah. Because yeah. they're going to bite you. Give us yeah. four extra dollars and we'll tell you about spiders. <laughs> Uh, that's by the way that's a real offer from us yeah. we All just right. need four dollars <laughs> last thing we're going to talk about Batman number 67 from DC Comics this is continuing the nightmare storyline where Batman is literally trapped in a nightmare going from place to place each issue he encounters somebody new this one uh, he encounters uh, sort of an old style mystery man vigilante who is chasing all over the city it's mostly wordless uh, this issue is great it mm-hmm. was yeah it's very gorgeous really well done fun pacing and uh it's cool because it's got like an old school uh looney tunes roadrunner feel feel to it and the bad guy keeps like honking a little horn going like beep beep and it reminds me of the meep meep that the uh roadrunner would do i thought that too but then i realized now that you say it that the roadrunner did say meep meep right Right. and this says beep beep yeah we, we talked about this. We reviewed this book on our staff. Are we, are we hitting on a huge conspiracy theory? <laughs> no, we really is this aren't. Huge? Because is this a huge revelation we've just encountered? The difference between Beep Beep and Meep Meep? <laughs> no, so, because Porky Pig, the bartender, is in this. Beep Beep and Meep Meep. It is weird that at the very end, Batman says, Bidee, 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 that's all, folks. Yes, that is weird. Well, yeah. you know, Tom King did write the Porky Pig uh, did, Batman crossover, and that is the bartender in this is Porky Pig. Yeah. The human version. Uh, I don't think it's a Roadrunner thing. We talked about this one on our Stack podcast. That rolls yeah, out you tried to Wednesday convince me then. of that then, and I still didn't. Uh, right. Well, I didn't have the issue in front of me at this point, mm-hmm. uh, at that point. Uh, this is Beep Beep. Uh, we're wondering what's going on. Yeah, with but Batman's chasing him around, and he's just going. Yeah, I got to say, Alex, I think I agree with Pete completely <laughs> on this. <laughs> The name of the title. First of the book, time ever. The title of this issue is "The Long Way Down," which is what happens when the coyote is, is hovering over midair and he it's looks down. All the way down. To, uh, all the way down. That's what I'm talking about. Right. And it's a long. It's a long. He has to go all the you way down. You don't think Batman's dying, and that's the uh, cardiac heart monitor going in the background? Oh, uh, maybe. But is it meep meep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when your heart. Is, yeah, when yeah, your heart. Meep, when your heart meep, it goes yeah, beep beep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that could be, but also uh, it yeah, does. I'm sorry, doctor. He uh, painted a hole on the wall <laughs> yeah. and Someone... ran into it uh, after the train went through. Someone painted a hole in his heart, and it's uh, hor- uh But I did think, actually think that the, the Coyote and Roadrunner while I was reading this. So. Yes. Justified. In your face, Alex. <laughs> Suck it that's why all three of us had We really need a guest on the show. And that's <laughs> it for the stack. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move on to our next section, which is my favorite section, because you guys make it up. It's your audience questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, I'm going to come to you guys out here. All you have to do is ask a question for any of us about absolutely anything, and you're going to get some free comics. I saw this hand go up first. What is your name, and what is your question? My name is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Now, among the three of you, Mm. uh, Pete, we know what his... (laughs) What his buttons are? Yes, and he's all we've buttons. Made them into running. <laughs> all buttons. No, we've made them into running gags through the show. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Mike, I'm going to turn the tables for you two. What are your comic buttons? Comic. What book will buttons. really just get you going? 
Okay. Uh, I think I can I can probably identify a button because I uh, lost my shit a couple of years ago at yeah. Secret Wars. Was it zero or number one? It was the f- uh, whatever the preview, the first issue or the preview, preview issue. Yeah. I I got super upset about that, and I the reason I got super upset about it is because they had spent all of this marketing money and all of this build up, and they're like, guys, this is a chance for new readers to come on board these comics. We're so excited. This big, broad mainstream. We're going to put everything behind it. And you read it, and it was a Jonathan Hickman issue, and it was inscrutable. Like, there was... it. Unless you had read 60 issues of Fantastic Four, multiple issues of Avengers, every single thing that had been going on in the Marvel Universe, there was no way of understanding what was going on there. And that, to me, is infuriating. When comics... uh, essentially like hits itself in the head with that sort of thing where it has a chance to be something that breaks through to be something mainstream and it completely loses that opportunity yeah you lost your that was crazy how angry you were because it was a good issue it was like fine like it was good like yeah uh, i remember we had uh was fred van letting on that show and i remember (laughs) him looking at me like i remember being like yo (laughs) (laughs) yo don't bring me into this conversation i work there uh what about you uh, I don't know. I guess the biggest thing that bothers me are when, is when a uh, a comic book series is uh, the anticipation. I mean, this is sort of in line with what you were saying. Oh, you have one? Uh, I bother you. Uh, you don't actually bother me. Really? Uh, no, I like you. I think mm. I bother you. That's so true. you think that you bother me, but you don't bother oh, me. Oh, man, that's uh, disappointing. Pete, I love you. I love your cherry socks. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Thank you. And I just think you need to chill out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that scene in Super Troopers, right, Pete? Which scene? The scene where he's like, you know, we both don't like each other. And the guy immediately is like, I like you. Mm. Oh, I just seen. I just nobody. I have one. The thing that bothers me most in comics is when people bring up Super Troopers. Uh, (laughs) I think that's the biggest thing that bothers me. Yeah, sorry about that. What about Super Troopers Two? Name? Did anyone see Super Troopers Two? Beer Fest? Of course. Anybody? Good, no? yeah. Beer Fest, the series uh, on Tacoma, uh, Crackle, probably. T- Tacoma FD coming out soon on yeah. TV. Check it out. Uh, Broken cool. Lizard. We're sort <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Great. Uh, I don't... Uh, when something is uh, just... F- falls flat in comics uh when someone is like really trying hard and it just nose dives uh from a and someone makes like sort of the obvious choice or the choice where uh the safe choice that's what that's what really bothers me i'm trying to think of a good example of that i how about uh bendis's superman run uh current superman run to me is an example of that where it's just like it fat their anticipation was high it felt like hey you have blue sky you can tell any superman story and it feels like a whiff and uh, that lost opportunity bothers me the most all right there you go you're gonna get some free comics let's get the next question you sir all the way in the back come on up over here and what is your name what's your question I have two questions. Is that cool? That's great. We have time. Right. You're our guest now, oh. officially. Congratulations. Uh, so the first question's for Pete. Oh, now, boy. You said that you it bothers you when there's a lack of the superpower known as Napoleon Complex in a Wolverine character. And, well, uh, <laughs> that's not quite what I'm saying, but go ahead. Let's go with it. How would you feel if Danzig played Wolverine? That would be fucking badass. Because he's short, yep. and he kind of has a Wolverine thing going on. He does. It's interesting. 
And how much acting has uh, Glenn that's, Danzig done? That's second. I, I that's really like that's very, to start with. Yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> so he has so many qualities of Wolverine just in his life. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's basically he could just Wolverine. be Wolverine, he, yeah. He probably has claws already. Yeah, that's a great... Uh, he certainly has musical claws. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he smashed yeah, the shit out of That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the second question is... Um, I love Batman exploration, like the different ways you explore Batman in comics. Mm-hmm. So have you guys ever seen Batman of Zergen R? And uh, how, how do you guys feel about it if you have read that? that comic? Uh, Batman of Zergen R from the Infinite Crisis uh, crossover uh, that Grant Morrison did. Final Grant Crisis? Morrison, what's that? Final, Final Crisis? Was it Final Crisis? Yeah. Uh, Final Crisis. He unearthed this weird, this comic from the, I want to say, late 60s, early 70s, um, Batman of Zurn R, and sort of made that a whole thing in Final Crisis. Um, those issues were the ones where I was like, wait, why are you... D-? It felt like Grant Morrison doing the thing where he's like, look what I found, this is weird, and calling it out and bringing it to the foreground, but never being like... He showed us a thing, but he didn't do a thing with it. Uh, so I, uh, I love the idea of finding these old things and being like, can you believe this is in comics and this is real? It was like the, the stuff that was also in Final Crisis, I think, where uh, Superman used to have the power to shoot a tiny Superman out of his hand. <laughs> and so uh, Graham Morrison weaved that into the storyline of Final Crisis, where a t- ton of tiny Supermen flew out of his hand. That I love as a, like using the past, to the weird past, to inform the, uh, the sort of normal future or normal present of the comic books. But that to me felt like it was weird for weird sake and I don't know if it paid off. Wait, the tiny Superman, did they fly back into his hand or, or do they just disappear after a little while? I think they flew out to do stuff and I don't think they came back. Yeah, no. they, they came out and they married tiny Loises. Yeah. It was very sweet. Yeah. Had so great. many other tiny little super boys. Yeah. Living their tiny lives. Aww. Yes, that's cool. They're going uh, to end up playing Wolverine and Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Uh, you sir saw your hand shoot up. What's your name? What's your question? All right, I'm John. I got two questions. Uh, first one's for Pete. Did you really say Batman's chasing a vigilante in Gotham? Who's the bad guy? Wait, what? What are we talking about? Well, that Batman. He's chasing a vigilante, and apparently. Being a vigilante in Gotham is being a bad guy, according to you. I just, Ooh. I just think it's like kind of. You calling me on my shit right now, bro? Yeah, he's calling you a shit. You calling me out in front <laughs> Look, of everybody, John? Like this, bro? John doesn't have Joe, a, what, John, John, John doesn't have up, a quiz. Man? John doesn't have a quiz to take, so he's trying to take you down. A yeah, pay. what's up, man? He's like, where's the, where's my money? Where's, where, <laughs> uh, where's my prizes? I'm just saying, like, Batman could be a bit reflective in that situation. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh audience, Vince. audience piling on Pete. Audience oh. as a unit piling on Pete. Birthday lady getting. Getting feisty. All right. You're, uh, I mean, valid point, John. Valid and, uh, point. Oh, second. shit. Pete gives in. <laughs> I'm. Oh, wow. You're right. I mean, that's right. Oh, Batman. Okay. <laughs> Let me be honest. Pete could be too. Uh, uh, okay. But you, so you're saying like it's another vigilante. He should be like, hey, we're friends. Well, at least give him a chance. Wow. Wow. I mean, who the, he's not a Care Bear. You know what I mean? Like he's a tough dude. Who bo- All right. Okay. Unless All right. he is a character. Well, Good let's point, just say John. this. Good if point. another dude showed up right now wearing the, the same clothes as you, yeah. you wouldn't be a little like, hey, man, what's your deal? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here doing this. If another dude stood up right now and was like, I actually have a question for Pete, too. You'd be like, yo, dude, get off my jock. I'm trying to ask a question for Pete. Actually, that did happen at a dog park, and my dog was following that guy around. Oh! Wait, oh I see. This oh, is coming. Shit. 
That your, had to yeah. feel awful, man. <laughs> your yeah, own dog. Like, Where's my dog? And then it's like, oh, oh. oh. It he went thinks, off with another dude. Wow, yeah. that's like your the dog was your Robin, and your Robin went off oh, with another man. Batman. Oh. Uh, second question with uh, Lazarus, uh, like having that whole A to B to C. This is how we get into this comic world. Uh, what are your favorite uh, examples in media of like writers doing their homework? Mm. Ooh, writers doing their homework. Writers doing their homework. Uh, you know, this is maybe a weird example, but uh, Squirrel Girl at Marvel Comics. Ryan North does it amazing. All right, shut up. Uh, Ryan North does Ryan an amazing Matt. job of actually working in coding. He has a deep background in it, uh, and he. I love that book because most comic books, you know, you can read in like five to ten minutes. Squirrel Girl, beyond being packed with jokes and packed with plot has these little footnotes at the bottom of every page and they have more jokes sometimes but then they also have like hey that's a real coding factor that's a real math fact that I put in there hmm. and explains them better so there's it's not every issue you feel like you're learning but it really does show a depth of knowledge almost all of the time which I think is great yeah did you say in TV or did you say in all media. Okay, great. All media. Um, I mean, one is that made me think of uh, Charles Soule on Daredevil using a lot of his law knowledge. I was going to uh, say She-Hulk, same thing. Same thing, yeah, because he was a lawyer using that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Do you have another one, Pete? Uh, I'm trying to think of another example in like another medium. Yeah, in another medium. That's where I'm kind of... Uh... Uh, what about Scott Snyder on witches? He and Jock actually hide in trees and steal children all the time. Uh, so that uh, panned out That's really well true. for the plot of the book. Uh, that was Yo, cool. He told you that in private. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, actually, though, almost all of Scott Snyder's books, uh, he has this habit of starting with like a dense story of a really interesting fact that you didn't know that mm. is true. Um, he is always showing his work in almost everything, which is consistent. <laughs> <laughs> consistent, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like uh, this is not comic books at all, but uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, hires stand-up comedians to uh, write uh, the jokes for that show. Um, that show female that stand-up show comedians. Is phen- show's very good, uh, but to use to actually uh, take people who've been through what Mrs. Maisel has been through and bring them to that show, I think, is... Uh, is doing the homework. Why is she so bad at stand-up then? Fuck oh, you. Wow. Sorry. Fuck you. She is. No, she is She doesn't not, practice sir. her routines. No, she is She doesn't not, practice sir. her routine. She goes up on stage and says whatever the fuck comes to her hilarious. mind. Unlike our show where we script everything <laughs> out. Wow. Anyway. The uh, marvelous thank you for your Mr. Zalbin. Uh, do we have any other questions from the audience? Anything? No? Question okay. From we audience. have a couple of questions from our Patreon Slack that I can share with you John, guys. John, do you want a, uh, a stack of comics or a Aquaman keychain? Wow. What a special oh, okay. treat for John. What a, what a story we could follow is the, the relationship between John and Pete over the course of the last <laughs> several months, culminating him one, obviously winning the Punisher quiz and then culminating with, hey, you want an Aquaman keychain? It's beautiful. Hey, you got to be nice to our Patreon supporters. You no, know that's mean? really nice. But you didn't offer the Aquaman keychain to anybody else. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I think that's there's some I'm sort sorry. of favoritism. I'm sorry, other it. people. You just pulled out an Aquaman keychain. That's like a proposal. You just proposed to him, basically. <laughs> he has a he has a wife. Okay. Yeah. okay. Hey, why are right. you trying well, to? I don't know. I believe I'm you, but I'm just. Like... I'm not saying you're not married, but I am saying he just proposed <laughs> to you. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Uh, let's move over to these questions. Uh, so through patreon.com slash comic book club, we ha- do have a bunch of awesome supporters. Uh, we have a active Slack that people chat in all day long. We jump in whenever we can as well. Yeah, we're and we have a, a uh, lot, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe too much. No, not too much. No? I more? wish I could be there more. I do wish there, I could be there more as well. Uh, so we have a uh, questions box where some people drop some questions. We told folks uh, that we're going to have some extra time today. So let's jump into it. Uh, this is from the 12 Badge. Question for all. This was actually answered by a couple of other people in the Slack. Uh, what's a story that is largely beloved for which you don't care? Example, I don't like Killing Joke. I read it every few oh, years man. to see if maybe Whoa. I got smarter or something, but it never clicks. And Infinity Gauntlet and Grant Morrison seems like an edgelord. What are comics? Well, wow. That, that really, <laughs> wow. Like he's going through something. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. Uh, kind of what do you think he's end. going through? That's the big question. I have to yeah, take uh, now, is there is there a comic that everybody loves that you just do not get? Hmm. Pete? That I do not get. I mean, I'm you sure get there all is. Comics. Yes. I'm sure there is, but nothing that I... I want to admit right now. I mean, well, I w- it's not that I want to admit that, like, that I'm... I don't know. I mean, you guys would know. You would... Co- Constantly make fun of me if there was something that uh, yeah. you don't get Archie comics. Yeah, that's true. I don't. Yeah, yeah. That uh, and they, they make you. They bother you. Yeah, they bother me. <laughs> yep. Sure. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Uh, major thing that I don't really get on with. Um, I don't know. I like a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say, actually, uh, Jonathan Hickman's Marvel stuff, apropos of what we were talking really? about. Right? Yeah, I, I like his writing. It's clearly very smart, but mm-hmm. it doesn't engage me on an emotional level. Like his mm-hmm. Fantastic Four in particular, I was like, oh, yeah, was so this is well-structured no, no, that's doing so nothing for me. Oh, it was no. so good. It just... Well, this is what we're talking about, his thing yeah. that everybody loves yeah. that you don't get. Yeah, you don't you just don't get it. Dude. I don't get it. Man. I, I also don't get Hickman. Yeah. No, I know. You made that clear before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, this is from Stray Bullet. I want to know if anyone else is annoyed by Zack Snyder regarding his comments on Batman killing people in his movies. Batman doesn't kill. It's an essential part of the character, and he thinks people are just nitpicking the movies. Who is out there watching Batman being like, man, I wish he murdered more? <laughs> <laughs> like That's what I don't get about this. Like... Uh, he's like, grow up is his whole take. And it's just like, okay, like, what are you, who are you talking to with this? And what are you trying to prove? Are you trying to prove that you're like ahead of the curve by being like, yeah, and then he kills them? To me, it's just like, I don't know. That's not, grown ups don't murder more. If that were true, our grandparents would be psychopaths. <laughs> I just think it's this push for quote unquote realism in comic book movies and stuff. And, I don't need to see realism in comic book movies. Also, like, as long as... Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, just, no, 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 it's fine. I, I just, the only thing that I was going to say is, as long as the rules of the world are consistent, it doesn't matter. You know, that as long as like you decide, okay, Batman does not kill people, Batman does not use guns, you could certainly put him in a situation where it seems like he doesn't have a choice other than to use a gun or kill somebody, but the point of a Batman-type character is he figures out another way. Exactly. It's like if you were watching a boxing match, you'd be like, that dude should pull out a gun and murder the other dude. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't expect that. It's not like they're being—they're uh, not being grown up by playing by the rules. It's right. just the rules of the world area. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm exactly. sure they say that as they're like punching each other. Like, man, if I had a gun right now, you'd be in trouble. You think that's what boxers are thinking? Like, yeah. oh, man, I wish I had a, a crowbar. 
<laughs> no, I think so. But if you like hit a gun in your boxing glove, you know, and you punch up, you do an uppercut, and you blast them in the face at the same time. What is the instant what knockout? In uh, oh, instant knockout, took, took a sharp turn. My uh, my point is like. Zach, what's your deal? Like, you had Superman kill in your last movie. Like, that's not enough for you? That you, you still got a thirst to make other characters do the thing that they're not supposed to do? I mean, I will say, to his point, in every single Batman movie, he probably has killed somebody. But I think that's a... I mean, maybe a couple of them bled out. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Wow. I mean, those batarangs, you know, I mean, they could have hit some vital organs. Sure. Who knows? But that's the other thing about Batman is we understand in the comic books, even if it's ridiculous, even if it doesn't make sense, that he could hit you with a hundred batarangs, but they would never do any lasting damage to you. They would just incapacitate you because that's how good he is. He's that good. He's that good. Well, it used to be that batarangs just sort of bumped you, and now they definitely go into you. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, and also in Batman v Superman, it was a Batman that's like, I'm going to fucking brand you with my batarangs. Yeah. Which is pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is a question from Josh. When I was a kid, two of my favorite heroes were the Ray and Dr. Fate, primarily because they featured a bright canaryish yellow in their costumes. Are there any mm. characters you love to follow for similarly shallow reasons? <laughs> uh, <I like laughs> there's the a couple more yes, questions. Josh. I thought these were connected. They're not. The next one is, which Remender series do you think would be the best adaptation to the screen, which doesn't seem to connect it to the costume question? No, I think it's a separate question. Probably. Uh, character you follow for super shallow reasons. Shallow reasons. Punisher. Yep. Just shallow reasons. Uh, yeah. You know, I like a good skull. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That is, that is sort of a creepy catchphrase that you have just as an ongoing. Uh, no, and we all. Uh, I like a I've good talked, skull. We talked a lot about. Uh, I mean, Punisher. Uh, loved so deeply, deeply that he was broken and never healed, and that's why he kind of went on his mission. Uh, but you think the Punisher loved his wife, who we don't really know much about, deeper than other people, huh? He knew a lot about her. He knew. I would assume that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you think that he had a more intense love than any other other character's love? Well, I think that he. His family was his safety net. Like, he did horrible things in the war, but he got to come home to his family and feel safe and feel okay about the things he had to do to protect his family. And he loved that so much and them so much that when it was taken away, he was broken and it was never fixed again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as far as shallow (laughs) reasons, uh, Wolverine... uh, I liked him because he was short and angry. I don't know if that's shallow enough for you, Josh, but uh, that's it's, that's where I'm at. It's pretty shallow. <laughs> I yeah. think that's uh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, we're talking about this song "Shallow" from uh, Yes. Why do you like Star that? It's because you can feel the love between Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. <laughs> exactly, one hundred percent. I love that. Completely on board with that. Uh, which Remender series do you think would be best for an adaptation to the screen? Fear Agent. Uh, Fear Agent is very good. I mean, his stories are, are great. I mean, Tokyo Ghost would be very cool. Oh, yeah. Remember that Low one? also would be another one. Low I mean, is one. Expensive. Uh, <laughs> expensive very movie. expensive. Uh, it's set in a future where everybody lives underwater and the last dome that everybody is living is fails. Uh, so a family sets out on an epic journey to try to save humanity. That seems yeah. like a movie pitch to me. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like smart Aquaman. 
<laughs> Fuck you. Uh, this is from Eduardo. Are there any comics that you would not normally have picked up, which you read because one of the other hosts wanted to talk about it on the show yeah, that definitely. you ended up, here's the twist, really enjoying? If so, what were they? Ooh. Ice Cream Man. Oh, okay. uh, oh, yeah. For me, definitely. I would never pick that up without you assholes. Uh, I'll, honestly, I read more Punisher because of you, Pete. <laughs> That's nice. Worth it. Not me. <laughs> uh, I am trying to think of a good comic uh, that you guys have brought in. Murder Falcon, probably, right? I do like Murder Falcon, yes! all right. Um, I don't go by it, but when you bring it, which is every day, yep. I do read it. Uh, and we do have uh, one more question from Eduardo. He asks, now that Arrow is ending, what show will the podcast not have time for? Uh, that's wow. a great question, but we've actually run out of time oh, for this section. Yeah, yeah, we don't so thank you guys so much for your audience questions. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Sorry, Eduardo. All right. And now it is time for trivia, usually with Pete LePage. That's right, right? usually. Uh, but Pete didn't have time before the show. Nope. So I made some trivia. So I'm going to welcome Holy you guys. Holy shit. Yeah. What? Yeah, we're mixing everything up today. Wow, uh, who would like to look? See, Alex. Up? Alex is like uh, has lost his main seat here, so mm-hmm. he's trying to take your shit, man. Yeah, that's right. No, you said you could do it. That's right. Yeah. I so I'm, hel- I'm helping out. Uh, who would like to come up and do trivia? You're going to walk on stage, get twenty five dollars. Literally, that's it. That's how it works. Uh, you, sir, come yeah. on free, up, free. please. It is your birthday. Wow, do you want to come and do it? That's really nice. All right, come on down. Wow. All right, what? here we go. Way to pass it go. off. Wow, that's very so nice of you, sir. Very nice of you. I appreciate that. Uh, please stand over here. Uh, can one of you find gentlemen? Give yes. her a mic. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, what is your name? Liwana. All right, nice to meet you. Nice to meet okay, you. here we go. You ready? So I'm going to give you uh, three answers. You tell me which one is right. Gift card yours? Yeah, the right beat? Right, okay, so here we go. Hey, Alex, and let me just say congratulations on being the star of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You're, you're really filling the role. You've been the understudy for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Now, you're a classically trained actor. How yes. do I find my light here? Is, um, this, yes. is this over? Yes, you want to just step into it and then assume the role. Great. Okay, here we go. I am the star of trivia, and here are three trivia questions for you. The theme for this trivia, uh, I did forget. Normally, the third answer has a theme, a sub-quiz, if you will. Sorry, Kevin, we don't have that this time. Oh, Because I'm doing it. It's big shoes to fill. I really fucked this one up. Uh, But we do have a theme. Uh, This is all about the character Batman. He is a a character who dresses a bat. Uh, This is some questions about him. Okay, the first question is, uh, does Batman... Kill anyone in the comic Dark Knight Returns? Mm. A, no. B, no, of course not. Or C, he shoots off panel to prove a point about not using guns, but never kills the thug. And you know because the list of charges the new commissioner reads off against him don't include murder, so stop being idiots, all of you. Oh, you don't just wow. tell me the answer like Pete does. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, nope, wow, nope, nope. major. No. Uh, also, any of them are correct. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, nice. there we go. Yes, we see. Okay, great. great. Right, here choice. we go. Right, How do you uh, feel on the sidelines? Sorry, no. How do you feel on the sidelines here, Pete? <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel good, Pete. Okay, there we go. Uh, all right, second question. Uh, why does Batman use a gun in Final Crisis then? I mean, come on. Uh, a, because he's a cold-blooded killer. 
B, because he loves guns. C, because it's the final Batman story, and when he picks up the gun and shoots Darkseid, he dies because he failed even as he won, you goddamn idiots. Which one is it? Wow. This wow. is um, really C. aggressive. Yeah. C is correct. Is correct. Okay. <laughs> nice job. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, here's the third and final question. If you get this one, the gift card is going to be yours. Um, the third question is, okay, but what about every Batman movie? He kills people there, right? Yes, yes. A, yeah, they're all a fundamental misunderstanding of the character. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, the Batman movies just aren't, aren't very good. All right, there nice. we go. Correct. Gift card's yours. That Pete is correct. Amazing. Thank you so wow. much. Happy birthday. Did you guess the fucking pattern there, Pete? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, turns out I'm not the only psycho on the show. <laughs> yeah, really. That's I've never... What an axe to grind. Alex yes. coming out I'm swinging. sorry. That discussion pissed me off. You know what? It's like it's like the role of Joker, which they say drives people crazy. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the role of trivia on this show <laughs> drives people crazy. I have been keeping a diary about it for the past week. Oh, cool. Ooh. I look forward to reading those passages. Yes. As we all know, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to Murder Falcon and the Punisher. Uh, are they coming out? Eventually. <laughs> what Wait, about what tomorrow? Does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> not tomorrow, probably not. <laughs> Oh, wait, do you, did you not... Uh... No, I didn't look, yeah. Great. I'm looking forward to the new issue of Ice Cream Man is coming out tomorrow. We'll be talking One about that our on our phase. Stack podcast. One nice, of our... nice plug. Thank you. Uh, one of our absolute favorite books on the show. It's very creepy, very creative. The art is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's been slowly unfolding the world of this uh, crypt keeper-like ice cream man who keeps sucking people into horrifying, terrifying situations. Uh, absolutely fantastic book. Justin, what about you? Detective Comics 1000 comes out tomorrow, and I'm looking forward yeah. to that. It's a collection of a bunch of different stories. Uh, featuring all the top Batman uh, writers and artists. it's uh, I'm excited to see what everyone's got. All right, a couple of things before we <laughs> go. If you would like to support this podcast and other podcasts, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. As mentioned, we have a very active Slack, which is awesome. A bunch of other bonuses you can check out there as well. Uh, also, we do a bunch more podcasts. We do a Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark yes. that runs every week after the show. We have an American Gods podcast called American Godcast that runs in its own feed. And a cypher quiz. Uh, what? What? What'd you say? I didn't mention a secret cypher quiz. That oh, I don't know. Maybe there is yeah, a secret. Yeah, we're trying to unlock the cypher cypher. Oh, yes. For the past couple of months, we've had a uh, secret Punisher quiz. There may or may not be another quiz. We'll see what happens. And there's a phrase that unlocks it. Yeah, maybe. A phrase like, I'd like to take the cypher cypher. It's, that would be dumb and easy. No. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting uh, takedown. Yeah. Is it just that well, oh, hurt? Yeah, it hurt. If it, right, is it just saying I want to take the quiz in like a dumb language? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, okay, uh, that's a real gotcha question. Latin. Uh, Latin. Oh, oh what? Oh, sorry. Dead binary language. code is also stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what else zero, you want to plug, zero. Pete? Oh, friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. 
It's been a real pleasure to be here. I feel like I I didn't get to talk about my ongoing projects. Yeah, lot. if you want to plug any of your stuff, that would be great. Um, I do um, a podcast called Comic Book Club. Please yep. definitely check that out. Oh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter Bunch at Comic Book Live, that. obviously. Yeah, uh, can we check out your podcast at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more? That would be great. Thank All you. All right, a couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank Justin for being on the <laughs> yeah. show. We want to thank Pete for being on the show. And that's oh, it. No, that's it. That's, oh, yeah. it. that's it. That's it. We want to thank Boothman Prime. Prime. Most of all, we want to thank you guys. We're every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night. Good night, Thanks, guys. Everybody. Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.